welcome to the show. What in the conditioning is going on? With your host, the creator of the positive revolution, myself, the transient goddess. This is the show that discusses the mirror paradox of life. How and why our society has reached exactly where we are now. And most importantly, from my perspective, how having this knowledge can help us create a better future for our planet. In the previous episode, I shared some information which I believe could totally revolutionize how we perceive the healthcare system and also briefly explain why this information has been suppressed from humanity. I honestly believe it is about time for humanity to critically consider the facts and allow for all of us to combine our skills, knowledge, and wisdom in efforts to create a better world. Once we acknowledge and accept how the world truly has been ran, and most importantly, that we've been deceived, we could all come up and create long-term solutions. In today's episode, we will be discussing plant-based eating, its connection to good health, and the educational system. Always remember, I am sharing perspective gained through personal experience. So take it or leave it. This is how I view the world. So with that said, let's begin, shall we? As a child, I grew up with the same mindset that I believe most of us have experienced. The idea that a meal is incomplete without a piece of animal as the main item. The more and more I consume plants, the more I think that our belief around consuming meat was done intentionally for more nefarious reasons. You see, energetically, natural foods, those with five ingredients or less, are the ideal choice for human beings to consume. Plant-based eating has been rising due to its correlation with positive health. In an energetic and vibrational state, when you consume meat products, you're also consuming the fear, devastation, and despair that being felt before it died. The energies emitted by beings as they die are addicting to our human body system. These emissions get carried across our digestive system and can change our individual vibration. This means that they can, over time, change our DNA. We have been generationally conditioned to consume animal products, products that derive from animals that are fed enormous amounts of steroids and other toxins, which are transferred over into your cells during the metabolic process. I believe this to be one of the many attributing facts for our population to have such great fear of death, and also being the primary cause 
of chronic illnesses, cancers, and mental health disorders. The poisonous additives that have been adapted into our society as normalized consumable products have contributed immensely to beings experiencing these ease in our world. The negative energies absorbed through the consumption of animal products combined with the poisonous consumable industry, which would now include the pharmaceutical industry, are the main factors in the negative health and negative life perception you experience today. When you think about all of the products readily available at the stores, whether a grocery store or chain restaurant, most products have been processed to a point where the nutritional density has to be added in order for it to be consumable. Even naturally grown products like fruits and vegetables have pesticides and added colors to poison our human body which again, over time, changes our DNA. We have been sold, persuaded, and even coerced by a group of highly creative and successful individuals into eating products with negative nutritional content. There's a reason why your cow's milk has to be reinforced with nutrients, and again, which is the point I have continued to make during my episodes. The capitalist agenda is what drives the ignorance. Because in our world, a salad is twice or three times more expensive than a double cheeseburger at a popular fast food restaurant. And because most of our world lives off of hourly wages, most consume the products afforded by their wages which is an influencing factor in the eating habits of a regular working class American citizen. I believe nutritional medicine could be the answer to all of our chronic illnesses. I can say from personal experience, the cleaner you eat, the better you feel. I believe that in order for the human race to continue to advance, we need to consider choices that benefit all energetic fields within our plane of existence. Remember that if the sinoatrial node, which emits an energetic frequency from your heart, with every single one of your heartbeats, by the way, if this node is present in our anatomy, it must also be present in whatever animal you choose to consume. And if that is so, Energetically, you'd be ingesting the specific energy signature in which that heart stopped beating. That is the conscious choice that I now live with, which is the reason for me embarking on a journey of plant-based nutrition. According to the book, In Defense of Food by Michael Pollan, four of 10 causes of death today are coronary heart disease, diabetes, stroke, and cancer, which are all chronic diseases with well-established links to diet. The chronic diseases that now kill most of us 
can be traced directly to the industrialization of our food, meaning the rise of processed foods and refined grains, the use of chemicals to spray plants and animals in huge monocultures, the superabundance of cheap calories of sugars and fat produced by modern agriculture, and the narrowing of the biological diversity of the human diet to a tiny handful of staple crops, notably wheat, corn, and soy. Putting in account the Western diet, lots of processed foods and meats, lots of added sugars and fats, lots of everything except vegetables. No single event marked the shift from eating foods to eating nutrients. Although in retrospect, a little noticed political disrupt in Washington in 1977 seems to have helped propel American culture down this unfortunate and dimly lighted path. Responding to reports of an alarming increase in chronic diseases linked to diet, including heart disease, cancer, obesity, and diabetes, the Senate Select Committee on Nutrition and Human Needs was formed with a mandate to eliminate malnutrition comprised of lawyers and journalists, set to work preparing a document titled Dietary Goals for the United States. The committee learned that while rates of heart disease had soared in America since World War II, certain other cultures that consumed traditional diets based mostly on plants had strikingly low rates of chronic diseases. Epidemiologists also observed that in America during the war years when meat and dairy products were strikingly rationed, the rate of heart disease had temporarily plummeted, only to leap upwards once the war was over. Beginning in the 1950s, a growing body of scientific opinion held that the consumption of fat and dietary cholesterol, much of which came from meat and dairy products, was responsible for raising rates of heart disease during the 20th century. The lipid hypothesis, it's now called, had already been embraced by the American Heart Association, which in 1961 began recommending a prudent diet low on saturated fat and cholesterol from animal products. In, in January 1977, the committee issued a fairly straightforward set of dietary guidelines calling on Americans to cut down on their consumption of red meat and dairy products. Within weeks, a firestorm of criticism emanating chiefly from the red meat and dairy industries engulfed the committee. They were forced to be in retreat. The committee's recommendations were hastily rewritten, plain talk about actual foodstuff, 
the committee had advised Americans to reduce consumption of meat, was replaced by artfully comprised choose meats, poultry, and fish that will reduce saturated fat intake. Now, according to T. Colin Campbell, a Cornell nutritional biochemist who served on the panel, all of the human population studies linking dietary fat to cancer actually showed that the group with higher cancer rates consumed not just more fats, but also more animal products and fewer plant foods. This meant that these cancers could just as easily be caused by animal protein, dietary cholesterol, something else exclusively found in animal-based foods, or a lack of plant-based foods. Joan Gosso, a Columbia University nutritionist, said, The really important message in the epidemiology, which is all we had to go on, was that some vegetables and citrus fruits seem to be protective against cancer. But those sections of the report were rewritten as though it was the vitamin C in the citrus or the beta-carotene in the vegetables that was responsible for the effect. I kept changing the language to talk about foods that contain vitamin C and foods that contain carotenes because how do we know it's not one of the other things in the carrots or the broccoli end quote this information I learned during my last semester of college with this knowledge I knew that turning to plant-based eating could bring forth positive results then a couple months ago I began reading a book titled Perfect Health by Deepak Chopra, in which he describes the benefits of Ayurvedic medicine. What interested me about this book was the connection to our quantum field, which Dr. Chopra describes. Because we are vibrational beings, it is beneficial for us to consume positive vibrational products which are mostly found naturally growing from Earth. In this book, the author shares a story about a boy who suffers from pers multiple personality disorders. One of the boy's personalities has an allergy to oranges. When consuming oranges in the non-allergic personalities, the boy does fine, but breaks out in hives when consuming an orange while his mind unveils the allergic personality. With this example, the author attempts to theorize the power of the mind with our cellular reaction from the different reaction. In this case, and I quote, this implies that the cell itself is intelligent and its intelligence is contained at a level deeper than molecules." End quote. Dr. Chopra speaks about Ayurveda, stating, and I quote, "...the guiding practice of Ayurveda is that the mind exerts the deepest influence on the body. Our minds hold the power to make the choice 
at a level below our everyday thoughts. And if we have such ability, we should be able to control it. To change the printout of the body, you must learn to rewrite the software of the mind. Ayurveda says that illness results from distortions of the patterns of quantum vibrations that hold the body intact. When the forces acting against life gain the upper hand, the body has no choice but to deteriorate over time. But if we could allow the mind to expand and to explore higher realities, the body will follow. Because what we call thoughts and emotions are just expressions of these quantum fluctuations. Awareness has the capacity to heal, and it seems to be an instrumental in causing sudden cures, even in the most advanced cases um, of incurable diseases. This whole book reinforces my previously learned topic of quantum psychology, and it gives a glimpse of how to reverse disease by practicing plant-based eating, meditation, and reprogramming of the mind. In this book, Dr. Chopra explains the changing cycle of our cellular structure. In his book, Dr. Chopra explains that our bodies are constantly changing. He says, and I quote, your adipose tissue, your fat cells, fill up with fat and empty out constantly so that all of it is exchanged every three weeks. You acquire a new stomach lining every five days. Your skin is new every five weeks. Your skeleton, seemingly so solid and rigid, is entirely anew every three months. In all the flow of oxygen, carbon, hydrogen, and nitrogen is so rapid that you could be renewed in a matter of weeks. It is only the heavier atoms of iron, magnesium, copper, and so on that slow down the process. You appear to be the same outwardly, yet you are like a building whose bricks are constantly being replaced by new ones. Every year, fully 98% of the total number of atoms in your body are replaced. This constant stream of change is controlled at a quantum level. With all this information, I think it is time for all of us to stop and consider. In today's world, there are millions of dollars directly budgeted toward the marketing of poisonous consumable products like candies, cereals, fast foods, and pharmaceuticals. Now imagine how much healthier our society would be if those dollars were used towards marketing vegetables. And I mean down to the subliminal messages they add to those commercials. If you truly consider the facts, 
and think I think you agree that those that run the financial world have continued to invest in slowly poisoning our life experience. Again, this is the point where I say that to me all of the dots connect. One would not be nearly as powerful without the other. And most importantly, all of the roads lead to Rome. When I connect the dots, it is clear to me that the world works in a cycle. The money you earn in exchange for your time is returned back to the Federal Reserve after your cost of living is reduced or deducted, meaning rent, mortgage, cell bill, internet, car insurance, food, basic necessities, etc. From the money that you spend on necessities, there's always some sort of tax, sales tax, property tax, state tax, which is the interest you pay for the wages earned. Yes, you do pay for these. Then from that money, huge companies get a tax break, right? Which is put back into the budget spending for marketing to sell you an idea or belief that will come from consuming their products, which are poisonous and oftentimes deceiving. So then, after years of consuming these products, you develop diabetes, high blood pressure or high cholesterol, which sends you into the doctor's office, where you'll be prescribed numerous pills to make your symptoms invisible. Yes, most medicines only take care of the symptoms. They don't take the stuff away. Meanwhile, you're still consuming the diet that made you sick in the first place, mostly because it's the only one you're able to afford after all of your expenses are deducted. Does this sound familiar to you? I believe this is the reality that most Americans live under, and I'm sure this also applies to other countries. They capitalize off of poisoning your psyche through social conditioning by instilling the need for instant gratification, which they then sell you with all the fast food ads. It is for this reason that I believe transitioning to plant-based eating was my next step towards crystallizing my frequency. I had the perfect opportunity to help grow a brand that I believe is revolutionizing the food industry. We're working hard and changing lives. By sharing the idea that consuming plants could over time heal your physical ailments and oftentimes improve your mental health. Again, for me, the importance of plant-based eating comes down to the atomic form. In order for a society to truly acquire positive health, we must raise our vibrational field, and eating a plant-based diet will assure of that. Because when you consume meats, you're in turn consuming death, while consuming plants provide you with nutrients deriving from live organisms. of millions of cells, 
The cells of the human body are all different. They are all created for a specific purpose. When I took anatomy and physiology, I learned about all of the different cells and how they all work in relation to a whole body. It is amazing to learn about all of the processes and hard work our bodies endure each and every second of every day. I also learned about the microorganisms of the world, invisible to the naked eye and capable of simultaneously creating amazing miracles and completely annihilating an entire species. Doing this all in a beautiful, systemic way. The beauty in the design. That we allow our social construct to poison each and every day. With food, drugs, toxic oxygen and water, negative music and behavior, we allow our social construct to divide us and dictate who we are as people because we continue to believe the misguided truth that we are all separate and different from each other. The differentiation of our human bodies do not make us any less of the complete whole. The air that we breathe or the water that we drink. The fact that we have allowed our system to poison our minds with negative criticism of another because of race, sexual orientation, political beliefs, or any other type of isolation can be compared to you discriminating negatively between the hydrogen and oxygen in your water. We are all united by the organic compounds that we are composed of. Our individuality can be combined to change our world. Equivalent to a growing fetus in the uterus, each cells divides to create a new part of the whole. We are all part of the same system, which builds a complete human body from one cell. Cells that are created by hormones comprised of the same organic compounds that create nature, water, and air. Each human being walking on earth is comparable to a microscopic or chemical part of the whole. The whole being our planet. The whole being the entire world and universe as we acknowledge it. One part which holds millions of smaller parts created by the oneness. The original conception. All of our actions together are what creates the world we currently live in. It is up to us to mold it to what most benefits us as a whole. From my perspective, the world we know 
is covered with misguided truths and manipulated lies. We have allowed our planet to reach a point of destruction. I welcome all people to consider how your human body would be affected if you were to take apart your cells and instead of allowing them to do their job, quietly replace the mitochondria or the Golgi apparatus with a similar synthetic version. Rewrite the original task to make them believe they are working properly, when in fact the artificial part manipulates the cell to do whatever it wants. Do you think your cells will be able to provide you the support necessary to live a natural, healthy, and long-lasting life? How do you think this replacement would affect your outcome? See, I make the connection with the human body because most of our population only sees themselves as a body. When you think of your body and all, pro all the processes that it must endure to keep you alive, do you feel gratitude? If you're grateful to have a healthy immune system or digestive system, you must realize the fact that you are being healthy would not be if it weren't for all of those cells of your body coming together in uniform, working towards keeping you in a healthy state, homeostasis. All of the processes your body endures would not be possible without the individual cells uniting together towards the common goal of keeping you alive and healthy. I say this because I truly believe if we all united, if we all decided that enough is enough, if we all learned the truth behind our existence, we would be in a healthier state. Our world would be at peace because we would truly comprehend our actions towards another are simply actions towards ourselves. The way you treat others directly correlates to how the world treats you. It is perhaps the only cycle that we cannot break. The truth that those who control the world do not want you to comprehend is that world peace depends on how we treat each other and how we treat each other is how we treat ourselves. Yes, it is true that balance is always needed. But the necessity of balance does not have to come from direct experience. Rather, we must learn the message our history and ancestors have been trying to teach us. We must learn the truth from our past so that we can mold a future that is brighter. Please remember that we have reached a point in our history as society or as a social collective where we have been given glimpses of what truly has happened in history. I truly believe that our educational system has been manipulated to hide these facts 
for nefarious reasons. They have lied to us so that they could profit from our misery. We have been given the tools to negate what we've been shown and told. We are able to create anew with each of our heartbeats. Every single second that your heartbeat beats, you have the possibility of creating a new future for yourself. This means that for most of us, we have to change how we have been living for a very long time. We have to acknowledge that in order for us to live a long-lasting, healthy life, we have to look outside of the box in which we have been educated on. So I encourage you to look outside of the box because like Einstein stated, by doing the same thing over and over again, you never get a different result. In order for you to change your reality as it stands, you have to choose differently. Break the cycle. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this topic, please be sure to share. Remember, knowledge is power. And knowledge shared empowers. Until next time, stay true to who you are, despite social standards.